Good morning for Thursday, June 19, 2014. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on today's front page. Alliance gives insurgents an edge in Iraq. In a single gene, a map to fight heart attacks. And jihadists on the march as moderates retreat. In today's national headlines, border centers struggle with flow of children. A retiree, 89, is held in deaths at Auschwitz. And Louisiana governor said he'll cut ties to Common Core. In this morning's financial headlines, Fire Phone steeps users in Amazon's world. GM's Barra fails to appease panel about safety, and Growth Let's Fed maintain its policy course on stimulus. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Gail Collins. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is written from Erbil, Iraq. Alliance gives insurgents an edge. Reported by Tim Arango. Meeting with the American ambassadors some years ago in Baghdad, Prime Minister Nuri Kamal al-Maliki detailed what he believed was the latest threat of a coup orchestrated by former officers of Saddam Hussein's Ba'ath Party. Don't waste your time on this coup by the Ba'athists, the ambassador Zalmi Khalilzad chided him, dismissing his conspiracy theories as fantasy. Now, though, with Iraq facing its gravest crisis in years, as Sunni insurgents have swept through northern and central Iraq, Maliki's claims about Ba'athist plots have been at least partly vindicated. While fighters for the extremist Islamic State in Iraq and Syria, once an offshoot of al-Qaeda, have taken on the most prominent role in the new insurgency, they've done so in an alliance with a deeply rooted network of former loyalists to Saddam Hussein. The involvement of the Ba'athists helps explain why just a few thousand fighters with the Islamic State in Iraq and Syria, many of them fresh off the battlefields of Syria, have been able to capture so much territory so quickly. It sheds light on the complexity of the forces aligned against Baghdad in the conflict, not just the foreign-influenced group known as ISIS, but many homegrown groups too. And with the Ba'athist deep social and cultural ties to many areas under insurgent control, it stands as a warning of how hard it might be for the government to regain territory and restore order. Many of the former regime loyalists, including intelligence officers and Republican Guard soldiers, belong to a group called the Men of the Army of the Nakushbandia Order, often referred to as JRTN, the initials of its Arabic name. The group announced its establishment in 2007, not long after the execution of Hussein. Its putative leader, Izzat Ibrahim al-Duri, was one of Hussein's most trusted deputies and the highest-ranking figure of the old regime who avoided capture by the Americans. Referring to the ISIS fighters, Michael Knights, an analyst at the Washington Institute for Near East Policy, who has researched the Nashkibandia group, said, They couldn't have seized a fraction of what they did without coordinated alliances with other Sunni groups. In some areas under militant control, including areas around Mosul, Kirkuk, and Tikrit, there are definitely areas where the Nashkbibandias are wearing the pants. Duri, identified in 2003 by American forces as one of the most wanted regime leaders, is a mysterious figure, so furtive he was even declared dead in 2005. It is believed that he's still alive. He would be in his early 70s, although even that is uncertain. 
After the American invasion, he was said to have fled to Syria, where he reportedly worked with Syrian intelligence to restore the Ba'ath Party within Iraq, and led to an insurgency from there that mainly targeted American interests. He's a great totem of the old regime, Knight said. You need that kind of individual to keep the flame going.